Nna let out a faint gasp at the sight of the woman in the kitchen. He took in everything, the small head, the big eyes, the pursed lips, the slender neck, the ankle beads, the measured steps, and the dull thumping of her heart, his heart, against his spindly cage. He rubbed his eyes and licked the bits of peeling skin on his lips. He wiped the soles of his Oxford mules on the welcome mat at the entrance to the brick-red mansion on a quiet street in Sugarland, Texas. The house was a four-bedroom single-family residence built in the early 90s. His parents, Abala and Eke, took great pride in it as it was the only house they'd ever owned in America. Over the years, they'd hacked at its vestigial parts, like the glass block wall that once stood in the foyer, till the house bore the brassy gleam of modernity. Standing by the entrance to his parents' house, Nna wished he'd listened to his mother, Abala, who often reminded him to comb his hair. As the dusty black Toyota Camry that dropped him at the house began to pull out of the driveway, Nna fished in his pockets for his handy Afro pick. The woman was clad in a thin beach towel that threatened to fall to the ground. He could make out the outline of her buttocks, small, firm, the dull thumping in his chest increased its volume. She was what Abala, his hurricane of a mother, would fondly call a yellow papa to be shielded from the sun at all costs. But she was more than color. She was melody. She hummed an old bright Chimezia number, one Abala often hummed as she chopped bell peppers in the airy open concept kitchen of the Mwosu family house, but Abala did not hum the song like the woman in the kitchen. Abala was not melody. Nna opened his mouth to introduce himself. A warm draft of stale air tickled his lips as he lowered his eyes to his torso. The old navy flannel shirt hung off his body like it didn't ask to be there. It was not entirely his fault. Fridays were Jean's day at his white shoe law firm in Philadelphia, and the wrinkled shirt was the first thing his eyes, weary from reviewing the organizational structure charts of his clients, had seen that morning. Nna tore his eyes away from the woman's buttocks and tiptoed up the stairs with his suitcase, past the ledge in the upstairs hallway with a framed photograph of himself and his parents from his college graduation, past the upper-level living room, past the master bedroom, past the room his mother slept in whenever she got into a fight with his father, and into his bedroom. His bedroom, conflower blue walls, fraying posters of Kobe Bryant, thumbprints from years of his mother's egusi dinners, smelled of old spice, teenage angst, and bald socks,